This is Shauna Lee and welcome to this week's The Soul Frequency Sessions. Real talk about real life and how to raise your energy frequency. This episode is inspired by a conversation I had with my client Tiffany and it all kind of happened because I told her a story in a, in a message. We have a chat app that I go back and forth with clients on. And she was like, you should share this on your podcast. She's like, this is great. Like I got a lot out of this. You should share it. So I hope it comes out in the same way and with the same intention that I was sharing it with her. But, you know, it's very funny because when you think about changing your life and making big transformations, and I think about like, like working with people and the depth of conversation that we have, right? How relationships develop over how we converse, right? How we communicate with each other, both both verbally and non-verbally, all these different ways we communicate and we build trust in each other. And, you know, when I think about the lengthy messages back and forth that go on between my clients and like clients that I've had, you know, I'm having this ongoing conversation with clients over six months, a year, like, it's like, you really get to know people and it's this really loving environment and you share, right? I share my life. I share my stories. I share things I've been through. I share lessons learned. Um, I share guidance, right? Intuitive guidance about their life, like psychic things I'm picking up on that could be helpful or a shift in perspective that's going to be valuable. And immediately when I start to like leave a message, like many times my guides are like, tell them about this in your life or tell them about that. Like this is going to illustrate the point you want to make, right? This story in your own life. I mean, so much of what I shared in my book or what I share on the show or what I've shared is just higher perspective based on my own life experience, right? And how I shifted through certain things. Um, and so I was sharing with Tiffany, we were talking about the ego, right? And we're having lots of great conversations about the ego and the role that the ego plays and how tricky the ego can be. How many times we're reacting from a place of the ego and we don't even realize it, right? And I was saying to her that um, the ego lies, right? Like the stories the ego tells are lies and we think they're true, right? As human beings, when our ego is telling us like, oh, if you do this, you're going to be a fool. Or if you do this, it's not going to work or all these things. We believe it, right? Like we go, oh my gosh, yeah. Like that voice in my head is saying mean things to me and I'm believing it. You're not good enough. You're not this, right? But it's a liar. And it's a liar in the sense that like many times the ego says stuff to us that other people would never think, Right is being said. So like other people might think, oh my gosh, you're the most talented, amazing, you know, person. And you're in that person's ego is saying to them, like, you're not talented, you're not good enough. Right. And so here the world is perceiving you in a certain way, right? The world might perceive you as this beautiful, amazing, like gifted, talented person. And they don't realize that inside of you, you're questioning your worth and your talent because that voice of the ego is telling you to question it right? And you're believing that voice of the ego. And so 
I was sharing a story that my husband um, and my son, they take Taekwondo together. And it's just been the greatest experience. Like we actually took this philosophy with Jameson where we never like put him in things when he was very young. We just kind of like let him alone to discover himself. And we were more like curious and fascinated with what he would want to do, like as far as activities or sports. And so in some respects, like a lot of kids, you know, get put in all kinds of things very young, which is cool too. But like, we didn't do that. And so we, you know, he didn't take classes when he was like three years old. And so we just like, let him be, he loved to build, he loved to build Legos. He loved to, you know, do different stuff. And he would gravitate towards different things. And it was fascinating because we weren't really introducing a lot of stuff. I was just kind of seeing what was, what was going to come into his reality, right. Without us trying to influence that, um, as much as possible. And so he, at a certain point, I would say, you know, do you want to, um, do any kind of sport? You know, I would ask him and he'd be like, no. And I'm like, do you want to do this? And he was always very clear. Like, no, I would just suggest, I go, there's all these things that different, like, kids can do. Do you want to take art class? Do you want to take a computer class? Like, and he would always just be very certain of, of, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay. And then one day he's like, I want to do, he said karate. I think I want to do karate. And I was like, oh, and like, nobody had ever introduced that to him. <laughs> like, I didn't even know where he heard of it. And I was like, cool. I'm like, let's find a place. And so we found a place that does Taekwondo, right? And that was like, I couldn't find a karate place close to us. And so I found a place that does Taekwondo and I go in there, we know nothing about it. And I'm like having this experience with Jameson and I'm like, okay, like, let's test this out. Let's see, um, you know, if he likes it and then we can kind of go from there. And then he has like a good first like testing session. And then he starts you know, taking private lessons. And some weeks go by and my husband's like, I used to take Taekwondo when I was young. And I was like blown away because he's not, not only has I've been married to him for 12 years going on 13 and been with him for like going on 15 years. He's never told me this before ever in his life. And I just thought it was so interesting that my son chose something that his father had done, although he didn't know that consciously. And so I was like, that's fascinating. Like, is it in our DNA, right? Like that we like to do these certain things. Um, and so that was, that was a cool, like just kind of revelation. And then my husband, I think he went to see a class and then he was like, I would like to train again too. So the two of them start taking, uh, these private lessons together and it's been the most wonderful experience. Like, for both of them in so many different ways. And they both love it and they're super committed to it. And so it's, they've gone through several belt tests and it came time to like do another belt test. And my husband was like, maybe we can just belt test alone, like just Jameson and I. But kind of the whole point of belt testing is to do it with a group of people and in front of, you know, the parents or the people that come to watch because, you know, that's preparing you for, for you know, a certain level of like, being able to master being nervous, right? With people watching and all of that kind of stuff. So it's really what the master says, right? It's not your choice on how you belt test. And so we come to a belt test and there are all these kids, like even I think the youngest was like four years old, 
all these kids and, you know, adults and kids train, but mostly kids are at the, at the um, center. And so there's all these kids. And I could just tell my husband was like, I don't want to do, <laughs> I don't want to do this with all these kids. Right. Like he was just feeling kind of like funny. And I was like, it's going to be awesome. I'm like, just do your thing. Like, it's going to be awesome. And so I could just feel his ego talking to him, right? Like here he is, this total adult. There's all these parents sitting around that are the same age as him watching. And he's, you know, belt testing with all these kids. And I'm like, this is like, your son loves this. This is the greatest thing. And I'm like, you just have to like, stop listening to that voice and just do the belt test. So we go through the whole like thing and it gets to this point where they're going to break a board and he like, they pile up all these huge pads where he's going to go and like do this big jump kick and break this board because he's tall and he's an adult, right? So they're piling up all these pads and they're telling him to do more and more. And he's never done this before in class. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, he is going to like literally just slam this board because he's just like, I have to break the board, right? Because there's all these people watching and all this stuff his ego is telling him through this whole process. And so he, like I could see his intent, like there was no way this board wasn't breaking. And so he runs and he jumps over this huge pile of pads and he just nails this board and it just breaks, right? And some of it goes flying. And I was like, I mean, first of all, it's just pretty badass, right? I was just like, go honey, like that was awesome. Um, and of course, Jameson was just like wide-eyed and just like, yeah, dad. And then he goes and like sits back down. And I could still tell though, even after that, like awesome win, right? Everybody's clapping that he was still, his ego was still working on him. And I was just observing that and thinking like, oh my gosh, how many times in life are we literally being worked on by our ego? And we're not even enjoying or celebrating our life. Like here he did this like monster kick and everyone was just like cheering for him. And he couldn't even take that in because his ego was still just going to town on him. And how much of life that we miss, right? Because our ego is just telling us lies. And so we get we get up and, you know, they get their belts and all this stuff. And we take pictures and we go outside. And he was still like in this state of like, ugh, I just could have just done the belt test with just Jameson and when, you know, had to experience everything that my ego was saying to me in that moment, right? Which again, I'm saying everything that steps into our life is for a reason and a lesson, so like he was there, like when we start to understand like, okay, I am here for a reason. So he is there experiencing this for a reason. And the reason is to get a hold of the lie of the ego, right? It's like, he's having the, his own experience that no one else in the room is having because of his ego talking to him the way it was, you know, and that voice of the ego is based on our childhood. A lot of times, you know, based on other people's like perceptions of us when we were younger and things we believe about ourselves. I mean, all kinds of stuff, right? But it's not the truth. And when we can start to separate that out between like, okay, what is the truth of this moment? Or what is even the truth of the way other people are perceiving this moment versus the way I'm perceiving this moment? If we can even just ask ourselves that question, we can get outside of that voice of the ego. And so he, we're walking out the door and like, I could tell he was just like, let me go home and do something else. Right. Like, let me just get in the car, go home and do something else. Um, and this, this dad like was like, Hey man. And my husband turned around and he was like, he's like, that is so commendable that you're doing this with your son. And he was like, and that like kick, he's like, that was like ridiculous. That was sick. 
right? So two things happened in that moment. Like number one, this other father was sitting there the whole time watching my husband going, that is like, what a great dad, right? What a great dad to like, you know what I mean? Show up and like learn with your son and be such an example to your son. And then he was also appreciating the fact that, that my husband was like, you know, is at a, at a dad age and able to like jump over all these things and like break this board, like how badass, right? And so my husband was like, I saw him be like, kind of say like, oh, thank you. And then he got in the car and I'm like, did you even hear that? Like what just happened here? And he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, that guy was sitting in there while your ego voice was talking to you, saying all kinds of mean things and taking you out of the present moment. That guy was like appreciating you. He was sitting there thinking, it's just awesome that you're taking with your son and that you care that much and that you're that connected to him. And that you also like are obviously in great physical condition to be able to like jump over all these things and break this board. And I'm like, and you, you missed letting that land when he said that to you because your ego is still talking to you. And he was like, he didn't get it at first. And I was like, no, like go back. I'm like, let's talk about this. Like, I'm like, because this is a really big moment, right? This is like a moment of learning, of separating yourself out from that ego voice. And he was like, I go, did you let that compliment land? He's like, I mean, the guy, gave, he's like, the guy paid me a compliment. It was nice, whatever. I'm like, no, it's not whatever. I'm like, that guy was watching you going, man, like what a great dad. This guy is so badass, right? Like, and you were having a different experience. Like you were not sitting in that room feeling like, dude, I'm the best dad. I'm like killing this dad thing, right? I'm like top dad award. And oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm decades into my life and I can still jump over all these things and break boards, which not everybody could say. I'm like, you weren't appreciating yourself in the same way that this other guy was appreciating you. And like, finally, after I said it a couple of times, he like, he got it, right? It's like that ego voice, like literally he snapped out of it and he was like present to that. And I'm like, how cool is that? Like you are building memories with your son and you're also taking care of your physical body and your mental, you know, mindset and you're moving your energy in that way. And which is so healthy, like you're doing that. Like, it's awesome. And then he let it land. And it was like the coolest thing to witness, like someone in appreciation of the truth, the truth, right? It's not just appreciating yourself. It's like, this was this, this guy, I mean, and this is how awesome the universe is. Like this man didn't just think those things sitting in that room, right? Because if he was just thinking those things and never said anything, like we wouldn't have been able to have this conversation and there wouldn't have been the huge aha moment, right? About how the ego lies. But he not only thought those things, right? And you know how many times you think things and you don't say them. He not only thought them, he came up to my husband, right? To express them to him and to shake his hand. Ah, it was so beautiful. Like it gives me goosebumps just even thinking about it. And in that moment, right? My husband got to learn how the ego lies. I mean, think about your life and think about how many times the ego has lied to you, that you haven't been able to take in the love of the world, right? Or a compliment or to see yourself in your true glory because you're so interconnected 
with the lie of the ego. And all it takes in that moment, right, when the ego is screaming at you, is to say to yourself, like, I wonder if this isn't the truth, right? I wonder if there's another truth. I wonder if people are seeing this differently than what my ego is telling me. And the second you question it, you start to make a space between that voice of the ego and who you really are. And man, does life become magical. Because once you break that feedback loop and you start questioning, you know, the voice of the ego and you start going, "Mm, I think you're a bit of a liar, then all this other information, right, that's so beautiful, all this other truth is able to come into your life. And you're able to start to see yourself in a whole new way and whole hallelujah. That's a beautiful path. So take some time to think about it. Think about like, oh, what are the ways my ego lies to me? It's a cool thing to journal about. And then ask people in your life, like, hey, when I was with you at at lunch and, you know, what were you thinking when we were sitting there? Like, ask a friend. Be like, oh yeah, in my head, I was thinking this, but like you were thinking something totally different. And this is how we poke holes, right? Poke holes in that voice of the ego. And if you need to just call it out and call it a liar, I mean, do it. Like, ugh, you're lying to me. Stop lying. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy my life, right? I'm going to live beyond this confines of the voice of the ego. It's a good place to live. I'll see you guys back here next week. Hey, lovely. This is Shauna Lee. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Frequency Show. If you got even one piece of valuable information, head over to Apple Podcasts and share a review with your takeaways. And follow us because we got lots more goodness to come. We are spreading the love far and wide. And you know where to find me over at IG at the Soul Frequency. Until the next time, love, here's to positive vibes and powerful awakenings.